Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49 at Fearful UK show. Tonight I'm joined by Naji Kara. Good evening. Gareth Ellis. Good evening. And Paul Hope. Good evening. You alright guys? Mm. All good. Yeah, you're looking forward to uh, the first red eye of the season? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Prime no, time. Whoop whoop. So I'm with you Naji. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it because I accidentally booked me car in for a service quarter to nine Monday morning without realising that it's the first red eye of the season. So yeah. I'm going to have well, about two hours sleep. Yeah, I'm going on holiday on Tuesday. I'm going to Wales for a few days. And I don't. I also have a two-year-old daughter that wakes up around 6, 6.30. So that's just, I'm probably going to watch it in the morning. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's how it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't afford it. It's just, otherwise, <laughs> I think we all know spending the day with no sleep with a two-year-old is just not fun. So, um, yeah. No, definitely not. Okay, so this week we're going to try things a little bit, um, a little bit different. So we're going to switch the order of the show around, and we're actually going to start off with predictions, and then discuss why we think those predictions are going to come true. So to give you a bit of a chance, um, this week we're favourites yet again. We, what's confusing me is we're slightly more favourites than what we were against the Eagles. So we have a three and a half point uh, favourites this week. And the over-under is pretty much exactly the same. It's 50. Yeah. So who wants to go first with their prediction for the game? I can go first. I, I've got a pretty good idea of where to go. I usually use a podcast to kind of refine my idea. But I think this week, uh, obviously, I'm going to predict a Niners win. Uh, I just think our defense is too good. But um, I think it'll be 35-30. Uh, I know it's slightly higher than uh, the over-under. Quite a lot higher than the over-under. Yeah, but uh, two explosive offense and I think the Packers D is not as good and we'll talk about it. So, so you, sorry, but you say it's two explosive uh, offenses. At the moment, the Packers are rated 27th pass and 28th rushing. Yeah, but I think the second half, uh, we could talk about it, right? After, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> after, in a minute. <laughs> right, who's going next? Go on, Paul. Oh, well, I'm still stunned because Najee's gone quite quite optimistic. I like it. I'm going for a 49ers win. No surprise to anyone listening. I'm going for 27 to 21 for 49ers on prime time. That's more points than I predict. Yeah, yeah. What, what did you think Najee said, Paul? Oh, you've said, didn't you say some 35 to 30, though? What I meant is, like, I've gone 27 for the Niners, 21. I meant your sounded more like of a higher scoring game than right. that. Right. Oh, right, right, yeah. 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 That's what I was yeah, meaning. You had us confused there. <laughs> it's easily done. <laughs> so, 27, 21, six point difference. Go on then, Gareth. I'm going to go last. Okay. We've, we've thrown the whole podcast out of kilter with the new format. We have, yeah. Uh, I. I've flipped and flopped between it being a, a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game, so I'm going to go somewhere in the middle um, and go for a 30-24 Niners win. So that's just a little on the over there, 54, 54 points in total. Um, 
I agree with Nadji. I think the the offenses are going to move, but I uh, I think we've got the measure of Green Bay. So yeah, that, that's quite interesting. That all three of you have gone for a, a very similar type of point spread there, and that does align to um, the the point spread that's uh, on the betting sites at the moment. A three and a half four point point spread. So that's interesting. Um, okay, so I'm I'm going to book that trend <laughs> as per usual. I think we're actually going to come out 31-17 winners. Ooh, I like that. I mean, I hope yeah. so. So, nice. so so, now we get to talk about why we think those scores are going to come true. Um, and I tell you what, I'll, I'll crack on. I'll go first. So I'll go back to what I've just said to Naji about the offense. At the moment, um, the Packers are rated 27th pass and 20th um, on Russian. That just doesn't some that there's something just doesn't look right about Aaron Rodgers. There's something a little bit off. I, I don't think it's the team. It's definitely not the O line. The O line are playing quite good. Mm. There's just something that's not quite right about Aaron Rodgers. Whether I, I don't think he's doing it on purpose. He's a professional mm. athlete, but I mean he, he has spat his dummy out a few times now, yeah. and I'm not going to rule it out. But I don't think he would do that. But there's just something not quite right. Something's not firing. Um, obviously, they got that win against uh, Detroit. We'd have smashed Detroit other than the lucky fluke at the end. Um, so I'm, I'm not taking that as anything as they've come back from um, that walloping they got by um, the New Orleans Saints and James Winston. So, yeah, I don't think their, I don't think their offense is actually going to be that good against our defense. I think we've got the measure of them. We've got the crowd back at Levi's. That's true. Which we didn't last year when the uh, Packers beat us. And obviously, we were absolutely decimated through injuries. Yeah. We're not that oh, decimated that, that now. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you look at the, the players we've lost, they haven't been, and we talked about this in the previous uh, podcast, they're not as high profile as the players yeah. we lost last season. Yeah, so yeah. I, I've got a good feeling it's going to be more towards the score of... 2019 than 2020 and that's why i've gone 31 17. i you know what then and that's why i like doing the prediction at the end you're right um i just i thought the second half they had against detroit was quite impressive and rogers was on point the the touchdown to tonian was kind of special and the pass to Devante adams was was quite pretty um and i'm just afraid they actually found the switch uh, in that second half, and managed to turn it on and, and turn it around, and be the you know the Packers we knew from for two years now that you know they they've gone 13 and three two years in a row. So I'm I'm gonna I think I'm giving them quite a lot of credit, but I I agree like, the the six quarters before that, and especially against the Saints last week, or the, the week before I should say, um, yeah, there's something not quite right about the offense and and. It actually wouldn't surprise me if if Aaron Rodgers is playing suboptimally to force himself out of this situation, and because of everything that's happened in the off season, that we don't need to recess. But yeah, I just think they've got the weapons they have. It's just this; they're so good. Um, you know, I think Aaron Jones might be one of the most underrated running back in the league, and scored three touchdowns last week. Um, Really decent performance, especially not not necessarily running the ball, but out of the backfield catching passes. And 
and you know Davante Adams is a is a top five wide receiver in this league and has been for a while. And there's one thing we're missing right now: it's healthy cornerbacks uh, we can rely on, except Demo. And I don't know if putting a rookie against Davante Adams is a good idea. So that's why I think both offense will score points. Um, I just I just trust our defense to be better than theirs and stop them a few a few more times or just even once when it matters the most and that's why I got it for a quite high scoring uh, quite close game. Um but you know I, I don't know Paul do you think do you think our defense can stop I mean I mean there's Bosa and Rogers right we know how that went last time. Yeah like you said Nadji I'm obviously Love listening to the show last week, lads. Sorry, I wasn't around, but it was it was interesting to tune in and listen to what you had to say. Um, I'm more confident this week than I was against the Eagles. And you've said there, Nadji, it's the defence, isn't it? Like, like Lee said, Aaron Rodgers, you can't rule him out. You know, he showed some flashes, but we all know his heart's not in it. He's not going to be there. The, the worry I have with, with Rodgers, it's prime time. The fans are mm-hmm. going to be there. Are we going to see a quick start from us like we did? And Lee said the 2019 game where, let's face it, Bosa, Ford, off the edge. From the second he started, Aaron Rodgers had no time. Again, the NFC Championship game, we were all over him in the first half. So, Bosa's look good. You lads touched upon it in the show last week. Bosa, he's on course. If he keeps playing the way he's playing, my bold prediction of him being the sack leader in the NFL was looking pretty good. And doesn't make me an expert <laughs> in any stretch, you know. Um and like I said, for me, I think I think Kyle's gonna he's been playing it close to his chest. And you lads have touched upon the O lines look really good this 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 year. Jimmy against the Eagles, you know, zero pressure, zero sacks. He kept the game quite simple. Where I'm I'm hoping we're gonna open up a little bit more. I'm obviously concerned at running back. We've you know, I'm hoping Trey Sermon's back this week. Um I don't think he practiced today. From what, what I saw, he did, yeah. oh, he did yeah, practice he did. today. Yeah, Good Jersey, yeah, he did. Been at work, so it was just like you said, Adams. You know, the big, the big test for Lenar is he's going up against that. You said Nadji, a superstar. Adams mm. has been great. Um, you know, he's had eight catches, 121 yards, and you. I think Rogers is going to target, but I would like to say I'm going to make a bold prediction that Lenar gets an interception on Sunday night. Ooh, that would be nice. That would be I nice. just, yeah. I just think Rogers is going to target him, and I think Lenar has, has showed flashes. Um, and that, that's my bold prediction. What about you, Gareth? What do you want to add to what we've said so far? I, I think uh, we've only had two games, so there's a small sample size, and the Packers had an absolute shocker in the first one. I mean, that's that's why they're off. And the, and the and the second half of the second one, they were terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, Rogers sat out, so he's had no no sort of time to to gel with with any new players. I know it's not necessarily many, but he's got to potentially shake a, a bit of rust off. I think you're right. He doesn't seem to be that his heart's in it. I'm not sure he's going to go that extra mile to scramble around, make a play in the last few minutes of the game if they're if they're trailing. Um, but you you can't count him out. I think the the crowd, we've got to get the uh, faithful uh, rocking. Um, it seems strange that the last time the crowd were there was the NFC Championship game. So hopefully people will bring a bit of that energy. And I think we can we can get to Rodgers. So I, I think 
I, although, what did I say? 24 points for them. I think that's that's possibly a bit generous. Uh, my concern is we're not going to be able to control the clock like we usually do because of that slight uncertainty about the running backs. I think we will potentially target the uh, sort of secondary and the, and the linebackers, that intermediate sort of over the middle area, hopefully for Kittle, hopefully for Ayuk. I hope we can target that area when we see a bit more in the in the pass game to potentially take a little bit of the pressure off the run game. But of course, that means we we may not have the ball as much as possible. Um, and eventually, if you give a team like Green Bay the ball enough times, they they will score some points. I think Devontae Adams is is going to be a challenge for whoever comes up against him. But we have we've got a good secondary and we've got an organised secondary. Even though it's Demo is a uh, is a rookie, he he hasn't been playing like it, um, and he has got two good safeties who can help him with his positioning, can help him read uh, uh, the offensive setup that he's going to go against. And we we should know Green Bay, uh, and I think that's that's really going to come down to the coaches. Uh, it's it's another guy that I think Shanahan has got the measure of, like he does with McVeigh. I think he understands the offense and can basically let's, let's set it all out for D'Amico Ryan's and say this is this is how you're going to need to set out uh, your defensive formations, uh, and we should. I think, be able to be relatively comfortable, even though I, the, the score prediction of mine doesn't necessarily reflect that. Uh, I, I can see there being a potentially a garbage time touchdown um, for, for the Packers to make it look a little bit closer um, than I hope it will be. Um, but you, you've touched on it. I think it starts with uh, Nick Bosa, D Ford and others making Aaron Rodgers very uncomfortable for the first half of the game. And like we saw in the NFC Championship game, he kind of like sat on the bench, looked defeated in the third quarter. Um, and if you can win the game in the first half, um, we'll win it in the second. See, the the worry I've got with my, with my score, like you were saying, Agarif, we've been we've given up some big players this season. You know, obviously the one against the Eagles where Hurt just shot it and they were down the sideline. And Rodgers and Adams have got that potential. There could be nothing in the game. And then it could be one big play. I'm still confident in, in our defence. And this is DeMarco Ryan's first real challenge. No disrespect to the two quarterbacks we've just played. But, you know, you're going up against the league MVP. Regardless of where his head is, he's still a great player. You can't take that away from him. But, um, like I said, I think our O-line is going to be our strength. Lee called it in the preview show. Alex Mack has been a great addition. And I'm glad in the... Last show, Gareth, you gave Jimmy his credit. I think this is going to be another game where I think Jimmy, for me, I think possibly throws three touchdowns. I think we win the game. I think Kittle could go for over 100 yards. I've got to remember, boys, we're wearing the famous red four mm-hmm. throwbacks on Sunday. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Channel a bit of the 94 team and uh, it, it'll be in the bag. No, I think you guys are right. I think... Big- I think why I feel so confident is because their defense, the Green Packers defense, is just nowhere near as good as A, last year or, or the year in, in 2019, uh, and, and B, as ours. It's just, I think I think you're right, Paul. I think Jimmy could have a massive game, uh, and George, and, and Debo, and even, you know, Ayuk, and, and I'm not even sure we will need to, to run the ball that much or be that effective on running the ball, because... They don't have uh, their pass rusher, which I forgot his name now. Um, 
Smith. Yeah, uh, Zadarius Smith. Uh, he's, he's not playing. And I, I think that's a massive loss for them. And they've got a bunch of rookies at cornerback, which, you know, Carl can scheme to take advantage of. And I just I just feel like we can easily move the ball on them. Uh, it's just going to be the matter. I think possession is going to be very important. You're right, Paul. Um, and then managing the clock is going to be important, as you said, Gareth. Um, it's just, I hope we can string, you know, some quick drives and some quick strides, but also when we need to put, because I think against the Eagles, what, made us win their game was that nine minute drive to you know start the second half after the eagles punted away uh, you know you take you take the whole quarter away from a team and the offense is sat down watching their defense getting more yeah. tired and more tired it's just it's really hard to come down and and back from that especially when you're two score down and you you know you have to score kind of fast but then if you don't your defense is back on and they're smoked and then the game kind of goes away from from you, which is kind of what I think is going to happen. It could potentially happen, and, and that's how we beat them. You know, the first time during the regular season in in 2019, we basically beat on Aaron Rodgers and their O line, and then we scored really fast, and then and then the game was just got away from them way too far, way too fast. Um, and, and Bosa and I think Ford, I think, has been unsung as well. We haven't mentioned his name much on the podcast, but. He's been playing really, really, really well, considering he's been out for so long and we don't even know why injury is hard. But the amount of pressure he brings and, and the holding calls he, he gets on him and stuff like that is is really refreshing and I'm really happy to see him play at that level. But, you know, uh, with him, Armstead, and I think, yeah, that's what it's going to be. And I, but I genuinely think Bosa could have one of those games where it's a classic, you know, classic SNF where we'll talk about Boss's free sack performance, and he's, he'll be on six on a year, and and then we'll, we'll smash the Packers once again um, in Levi. And now, you know, I completely forgot that we had fans in the stadium. And then the last time was the most out 200, 200 yards and, and four touchdown beat down that we gave them. So yes, please, yeah, it's going to have that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be electric for sure. Like the sta- I can't wait to see uh, the stadium with fans and everything that's going to be just that alone it's going to be awesome regardless of the result and it, it if it's a good game and then the place is rocking that's just going to be awesome isn't it so i think yeah. we've got the chance to do that i think we've got the chance to get the pressure on on aaron Rodgers. even oh, though yeah. i've said the uh the o-line is looking fairly decent they've got two rookies in there they've got a rookie center in josh myers of ohio state and um the right guard royce newman he looks as though he's going to be the weak link. So he's going to have to contend with either Kinlaw, Jones or Armstead. And I think that's that's our door in there, in between Newman and Myers, to get at um, Aaron Rodgers. Because Aaron Rodgers is going to be looking over to his left. He's going to be looking for posts coming around. Because he doesn't want that happening again. And I think he'll take his eye off who's coming straight through the middle between his two rookie O-linemen. So I think that's our way in. And it's going to be interesting to see how they play. Yeah, Ken Law was awesome on Sunday night. Like you, you yeah, called how important he is to the team. Yeah. Sorry, cutting there, Gareth. He was just nothing short of spectacular. Him and DJ Jones. So yeah. long may it continue on Sunday night. Yeah, for sure. They, uh, from from what I saw of the uh, the Packers Lions game, uh, um, Aaron Jones seemed to get quite a lot of catches in that oh, yeah. over the middle in that intermediate area. Uh, yeah. 
and the Lions seem to give him a lot of space there. Uh, Ward, uh, Ward and, and Fred Warner aren't going to give him that kind of space in the middle that he got. Uh, and that seemed to be Rodgers out when he was under pressure. He always had that, that short pass down to, uh, down to Aaron Jones to get some yardage. Uh, we can cut that away because I think we're much better in that part of the of the defensive field than the Lions are. So we cut that away, um, and suddenly Jones has only really got one. one uh, Rogers has only really got one target to go to in in Devonte Adams. Um, double team him, keep that away, keep the pressure on him, keep them punting. <laughs> yeah. Put all back to Jimmy's hands and um, plug away. Yeah, my that's, my that's my plan. My, so I can't listening anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds good, Gareth. My my friend who joined me for the Forty Nineers Lions game, obviously watched the Lions Packers game, and he, he said just what you said, Gareth. And he said he was actually a bit underwhelmed. He said, obviously, you look at the score. He said, but I stayed up and watched the game, and he was like, actually, you know, we made a couple of mistakes, and it wasn't a blowout. You know, the Lions are in a rebuild mode, and he was like, you lads should absolutely smash them. He said, if you play like you did for the fifty-eight minutes against us got no problems he yeah. likes to throw that in about the last two and it's obviously <laughs> bless him <laughs> got a, he's a Lions fan he's got to have some poor, sure. yeah you know. poor Lions fan Quantum. I'm a zero and zero. you're saying leave prime time I must admit I booked the Monday morning off work weeks ago so my horror when the rotor came around the day and shoved me in 8 o'clock Monday morning opening I was like no 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 prime time on Sunday I must start work till 1 o'clock so she quickly corrected that and she's like you and that bloody football yeah i've got to say somebody wanted to uh have a meeting with me monday morning at nine o'clock <laughs> but I, I managed to bring that forward to tonight so i've had that meeting tonight so my, my <laughs> morning other than dropping my car off at the garage is uh now free so if i accidentally fall asleep uh then so be it i'm not going to be missing much <laughs> Okay, so is there any other players that uh, you want to pick out from either the Packers or, indeed, from the Niners that you think um, is going to be pivotal to the game on Sunday night? Well, I think we talk about it, but I think it's time for George to remind everybody that he's the best. He's, he's played well against Detroit. He did his job against the Eagles, which is which trying to block as much as possible. And he's had a few catches, which one, you know, too important, but I think I think this could be one of those games where people go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." That's that's why Josh Carroll is, you know, number one or number two, whatever you want to debate it. Um, but you know, T.J. Hawkinson had eight catches for sixty plus yards and a touchdown against against the Packers, and he's not he's nowhere near as good as George. So I think that could be a, a very very big 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 game for him. I think. Do you not feel? Do you not feel that Debo Samuel's had so much success over the first two games is due to the fact that teams are stuck in the middle expecting George Kittle to come over them? I mean, maybe, yeah. Because to me, I I feel as though the offence looks completely different than it has done the last few years. It it, it just feels completely different. Well, uh, you know, Kyle is a clever guy, right? He knows knows what's going on. And uh, and I think that's that's another reason why trades and playing it's because it's not just a simple uh read <laughs> throw it to george and see what happens kind of thing right it you, you have to read the defense and yeah if if defenses are triple covering like on the on the jawan jennings touchdown uh, george was triple covered um if 
if teams want to do that, then yeah, it's going to open up for Debo and everybody else. Um, but also, do you really want to let Debo run for 150 yards again? Because he will. He 100% will if you let him. Um, and he, he will be the leading receiver uh, after week three. But, you know, I think it's it starts as a wide receiver. It's kind of skewed because he's getting a lot of like jet sweep and stuff, which are technically passes because Jimmy kind of pushes the ball forward, which yeah. is, I never really understood why that's considered a pass, but so be it. Um, it's a forward yeah, pass. I mean, yeah, it is, but, you know. So an interesting uh, start for Debo. Yeah. Debo has the most yards by a 49ers receiver in his first two games since Jerry Rice in 1989. Jerry had an extra three yards on Debo. Mm -hmm. Wow, three yards. Oh, that would be the three yards he lost on now. Fumble. On that sweep. Oh, the fumble on the sweep he got. He lost yardage against the Eagles on the, yeah. on the third down. So, um, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good start. Pretty good company there. Do you not think, like, like it's, it's a nice problem for us to have? You know, everyone, my friends who support other teams are like, I picked Brandon Ayuk in fantasy. Why is Shanahan not giving him the ball? And I'm like, <laughs> Shanahan's a wizard. You just watch when it comes to scheme and plays. He sat at home and he's thinking, it's been, like you said, Lee, it's been Debo weeks one and two. Jet sweeps, one of our staple parts of our diet with Jimmy at centre. I don't think he's going to change too much from the game plan. I, I don't know, Maggie, if you think Trey Lance is going to come in. I wasn't too surprised no. to see him not come in last week. I think we had a game plan. The players came out, like you lads touched upon on, on the show, and we stuck to it. And, you know, is it going to be such a problem on Monday night if we sat here saying, oh, Debo was quiet, but are you at 100 plus yards, three touchdowns? So that, that's exactly what I'm expecting, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm <laughs> expecting nice the Packers. <laughs> yeah. I'm expecting the Packers to concentrate on Kittle and Debo Samuel. That's what I'm expecting. Because and then Ayuk's going to, yeah. Yeah. And Ayuk's going to be left open. That, that's yeah. the best thing about our offense at the moment. We've got so many weapons, they can't cover them all. They have to pick the right. poison. Obviously, Debo's had two cracking games, so they're going to be looking at Debo. They'll be thinking, well, Ayuk hasn't done anything at all this season. Yeah. Sunday night, oh, the early hours of Monday morning for us, <laughs> Ayuk's going to light it up. I can just see it. 150-plus yards, two touchdowns. I hope so. I hope so. Um, I mean, you know, crucial crucial catch on, against the Eagles. I mean, I know it was his only catch, but... But it was a hard one, and you made it. Um, you know to keep the drive going. Um, so I, I don't buy into the controversy that he's not getting as much playtime or whatever. He was injured. He's getting back slowly. And as you said, I think, you know, when the when the Chiefs have Michael Hardman going for 170 yards and nobody expected it, but that's kind of where we are now, isn't it? It's just like yeah, some guys are going to show up some days and and have you know a career there, and then. You won't see him for four or five weeks. It just depends on what the defense is going to give you. And then, you know, when it's for the chief, if, if they leave Kelsey open, then they'll give it to Kelsey. But if, if he's triple covered or double covered, he'll go somewhere else. And then and then it makes it undefendable. And that's why we're gearing towards slowly. Um, I just hope George can kind of find a way to 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 rack up some, some catches and, and runs. And I'm sure he will. Because he's that kind of guy, he's not going to back down from a challenge. But yeah, no, you're right. It's pick your poison, isn't it? Do you, do you want to? And, and then it's like, do you want to cover all of our wide receiver? 
in, including Sheffield and a deep ball. Well, we'll just hand it off to you know whoever's the running back that day, and he'll run through massive gaps of full speed to uh, to, to get first down. It doesn't it doesn't matter where it comes from. And I think I was listening to Jimmy on the Rich Eisen show. It they don't care how they win. They just want to win. If they win two 0 for a safety, um, they'll take it. No, nobody wants to be a superstar and and score six touchdowns. Like if if nobody scores a touchdown and they win the game, they'll they'll all be as happy as whatever the opposite is. So, and and that's you know that's what you want in a team, isn't it? It's just team mates that play for each other and just here to win games. That's that's all that matters. So. Yeah, I just I hope George comes for a big game because there'll there'll be a bunch of eighty-five jerseys in that stage, American. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just sad at home in the forty nine first of the UK. There's a few of them kicking about, Nadji. <laughs> yeah, one or two. There's going to be a few eighty-five there, there for sure. I, I'm like, I'm going to contradict all of you, and I I don't think any one player is going to have a particularly good game as or, or particularly sort of standout game from from the stats. I think we're going to spread the ball around. I think uh, it's an ideal game for someone like Yuschek will come in with a couple of catches. Someone like Juwan Jennings or, or Sherfield or Sanu will perhaps cut, catch a couple of third downs. And we won't have a single player with uh, a very high amount of yardage, but we'll have uh, you know, a lot of players with somewhere between 20 and 60 yards each. And we'll spread the ball around. And uh, the sort of young, inexperienced, not necessarily top level uh, secondary of Green Bay just will not know who to go or where to cover people, and there will be gaps for the unexpected. That time when when Juszczyk gets those two three catches a game and gets yeah. 50, 60 yards off them, I can see it being that sort of game because suddenly there's three guys on Kittle or three guys on Debo, and there's massive spaces elsewhere, and it'll be some of those unsung guys who get a few catches here and there, maybe touchdowns, maybe a few first downs. Uh, and we'll we'll see the offense begin to open up, uh, and I think it's got to. We've we, with the four plays over, we've had the two easy games that I think most of us bagged as a win. We're in a gauntlet now of three more games, and we've got to win two out of the next three games. So if we lose this one, puts us quite under pressure for a small matter of Seahawks and Cardinals. So uh, I think this is an important game to win an important game for the offence to start getting into a bit of rhythm. Yeah, like you said, Gareth, the, the Packers' defence, it lacks an elite pass rush. You're right there, mm. there's going to be enough holes within that secondary. And the O-line of ours is protecting Jimmy. Like you said, he's got all day. I'd happily take that. Like you said, the have showed flashes. It'd be brilliant if we can spread it around. And like Nadji said, all that matters the end of Monday night, Tuesday morning, is we go 3-0. and Because like you said, Gareth, that gauntlet coming up, it's a bit scary, but we wouldn't change it, would we, Lee? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> right, guys, thank you very much for joining me on the short night. Thank you. Welcome. Right, I, I would just like to clarify the comment I made at the end of the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the 10,000 downloads wasn't a single episode. That was all of the episodes. We've finally <laughs> gone over 10,000 in total. Um it's funny because as soon as we stopped recording, I started to think about it and thought, that sounds as though I meant <laughs> one episode went over 10,000. We not. Yeah, I didn't popular. take it personal that the one episode I missed, you said that there was like 10,000 downloaded, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the common denominator? Oh, Paul wasn't here. <laughs> 
Yeah, just thought I'd clarify that. Um, just quickly before I sign off, so I know Nachi viewed that video. You viewed the helmet to helmet hit, and you saw exactly what I saw. Did either Paul or Gareth view it as well? Yeah, I watched it after you'd shared it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as soon as I saw it, straight away I thought, he's, he's done it on purpose. He's brought his elbow around on purpose. I'm still absolutely seething about it. Because, you, you know, the NFL is not going to pick it up because they're looking at the helmet to helmet. No. I, did, I, I will say this, though. Uh, I think, you know, football players are not too stupid. And trying to hit somebody with a elbow... In, in the head of somebody that has a helmet is a pretty stupid move. So I will say, I, I don't think that's what he's tried to do. I think he's tried to go with his head and completely whiffed because mm. Sermon was a hundred miles an hour and he wasn't expecting it. But the the way he's angled to hit him, it does look very dirty to me. And yeah, it, it does. came out. He, it did, I think he did try to take him out, um, um, which yeah. unfortunately, yeah. I don't think the NFL would pick up. But. It was a bit of an overzealous welcome to the NFL. Oh, look, it's a rookie yeah. on his first carry. I'm yeah. going to make sure he remembers me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, but, to be honest, Lee, but it's the delivery of it. He, the execution was unsafe. <laughs> Let's very, say that. Very unsafe. Fairly. I had the I had the joys of watching it sober on Sunday. Obviously, I was on daddy duties, feeling like just pain sometimes. And as soon as the <laughs> hit come in, I thought that didn't look right. So then when you shared that on the pod and then you, you shared where when I rewatched the game I thought yeah you're right and I agree with Nadja I don't think he went in with his elbow but I think Gareth's got it I think he saw hello rookie I'm going well, to nail I watched, you, where are you I watched it on the old 22 and you can watch the the back the end zone angle and uh, it, it looks even worse from there because yeah. it, it does make a beeline and launch even some for him it just I just don't think he expected Sermon to come out of the of the hole that fast and that's why he's kind of hit him on the back, like shoulder, like neck, shoulder, kind of with his elbow. Um, yeah, if you watch all the All-22, it's even more this, oh, like, horrible. And then also watch the All-22 Jimmy Wall two-point conversion. <laughs> please <laughs> watch it. I'll, I'll check that Just out. I'll check please that watch out. it. And then you understand why I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks yeah. once again to everyone that listens to the show. Remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Also check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Niners deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget.